There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Today we got a crazy story of revenge against a Wall Street worker, but first, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our first story of the day is a man tries to steal my dog, so I got him deported. This took place not too long ago, but the whole situation is finally settled, so I wanted to tell it. Let me set some background first. I've always loved Australian Shepherds, literally since my teenage years. I always wished to get an Australian Shepherd, but since it's a high-maintenance dog, my parents never let me have one. I know it's a little messed up to get a dog specifically for their breed, as it promotes inhumane breeders who profit from forcing dogs to breed. Regardless, I've always felt very identified with these fluffy little guys, so I eventually ended up getting one once I finally got my own place. That happened about three years ago. Me and this dog are the bestest of friends, and I would literally kill for him. So keep that in mind as I continue with my story. I was never interested in the cash value of the dog itself but rather because he was actually like my son. So around a year ago, someone moved into the house next door. I obviously didn't think anything of it at first. I'm not the type of guy who would go over and welcome them to the neighborhood, so I didn't speak to him for a good amount of time after he moved in. Our first encounter was one day when I was returning from work. I usually let my dog out to the front yard whenever I get home. My yard is covered by a fence, so I don't have to worry about him wandering off. I changed into some new clothes and headed back outside to play with him for a bit. For storytelling's sake, my dog's name is Kai. When I went outside, I saw my next door neighbor watching Kai. He looked back at me and waved. I waved back and he proceeded to start a conversation with me. We didn't talk for too long, but at least I now knew what his name was and what he did for a living. Apparently, he's been living in the US for a little over a year now. He complimented Kai, which is very common to me as he's a very unique looking dog. He asked me if he was a purebred dog, which seemed odd to me, but yeah, he was. I let him play catch with Kai's ball for a bit, until we both went inside. It seemed like he was actually a pretty chill dude, probably around the same age as me, 26 years old. It was nice to finally talk to him, as I'd seen him outside of his house before, but it was very awkward to just stare at each other and not say hi. Kai is pretty friendly, so we definitely didn't mind the attention. As long as he gets his ball thrown, that dog will be happy. As time went by, we would continue to say hi whenever we saw each other. We would occasionally talk about life and such. I even invited him over once to watch a football game. He was Mexican and Mexican people sure love their football. I also come from a Latino family, so I've liked football for a while and never found anyone that had a similar passion for it in my social groups. I would say we eventually became friends. Life went on normally for a few weeks until something strange happened. I left Kai outside while I showered for a night out. I got out and saw that a notification for my ring doorbell had popped up. It said it detected movement outside. However, I decided to ignore it as I knew it was probably just Kai running around that triggered it. As I was heading out, I saw my neighbor sitting in a lawn chair drinking a beer. I led Kai back inside and headed out. 
I had a pretty well-established routine, and I'm sure my neighbor eventually caught up to it. I started seeing him more frequently when coming back from work, and I'd always let him play with Kai at his request. I was very happy that we got along, but it was also nice to have some new company for Kai. Australian Shepherds are super needy, and my neighbor kept him entertained at times when I couldn't. It happened again that as I was showering, I got a ring notification. I had actually ordered something and was waiting for the package to arrive, so I assumed that it had just been delivered. However, as I headed out, all I could see was Kai in the front yard and my neighbor sitting in his yard. I never bothered checking these notifications as they misfire all the time, so I started actually going outside instead to take a look. One time I had a business trip scheduled. I would normally get a family member or a friend to check on Kai. However, I felt like I trusted my neighbor enough to ask him for this favor. I even offered to pay him, but he insisted that he would be more than happy to do it for free. I gave him some house keys, and he would just have to take Kai for his usual walk, feed him, and, well, just give him attention, or else he'd go crazy. It was only three days, so I knew he wouldn't have any problems. I went on said trip and kept in touch with the neighbor. He would send me pics and videos playing with Kai. He never mentioned having any problems with him, which was great. When I got back, Kai was super excited to see me. My neighbor, however, seemed a bit uneasy. For the next few days, I would slowly realize that Kai seemed distant from my neighbor. He wasn't as playful as he used to be. I still let him hang around Kai, but it eventually became clear that he no longer enjoyed his company. If you've ever had an Australian Shepherd, you know these dogs are smart, and I knew his attitude must have meant something. Over the next few days, I would keep a close eye on their encounters and try and get an idea of what was going on. I didn't see any problems asking about this behavior to my neighbor, but when I did, he acted very defensively. This made me even more suspicious of what he might have done to Kai. My investigation ended up being pointless, as Kai just didn't approach him anymore. One day when I invited him over to watch a soccer game, Kai wanted none of it, so he just stayed in a corner for the entire time rather than playing around us or at least giving you those eyes as a request for food. While this was happening, I asked him if he ever had a dog or a pet in general before, to which he said that he's not a big fan of dogs as he had worked with them in the past. But Kai was such a unique dog that it just had caught his attention. I wasn't sure how to feel about his answer. On one side, I felt peace knowing that maybe he just doesn't know how dogs can behave and therefore did something with no bad intentions that may have upset Kai. On the other hand, I felt worried that he might have gotten mad at Kai at some point. Kai's very well trained, but that applies mainly to me, so he doesn't behave as well with others for long periods of time. Maybe he hit Kai at some point. I wasn't sure, and there was no real way for me to know. I tried taking Kai to the vet and see if maybe they had an idea on why he was behaving this way, because I found his behavior very not normal. I mean, come on, not even asking for food? How scared can he be of my neighbor? They told us Australian Shepherds are typically stubborn and resentful, which could be an indicator that he might have done something to Kai, but other than that, there's no real way to know what it was for sure. I was very annoyed that I couldn't figure out what this man had done to my dog. One day as I was cleaning my house, I found something under my couch. It was a small syringe with the name Cilio on it. I haven't had anyone over in the last week, so I assumed that it must have been my neighbors. 
After all, I think it was right under the same spot he was sitting on. At first, I thought Cilio was the syringe brand or something, but it still had some liquid inside of it. So out of pure curiosity, I decided to look it up online. Turns out it wasn't just a syringe, and I may have found a terrifying answer to the doubt I had for the last couple of weeks. Apparently, Cilio actually contains the sedative dexmedetomidin. It's commonly used to help calm dogs down without putting them to sleep. I was shocked when I read that. Why would he bring that to my house? It's not like people just randomly carry a syringe with a dog sedative in their back pocket. Things started to click, and I realized that my neighbor might have some bad intentions towards Kai. I kept my friendliness towards my neighbor, as I knew it would be impossible for me to find out what he was up to if I just confronted him about it now. There were still a lot of loose ends, so I wanted to make sure I could see for myself what he had done to Kai, rather than him lying about it to me. For the next few days, just because I didn't want him anywhere near my dog, I decided to walk him around the block rather than just leaving him in the yard. My neighbor even asked me about it, but I just told him that it was a recommendation from the vet to give him some more exercise. That was until one day, as I was in a rush, I let him in the yard while I showered as usual. And once again, I received that dang notification from the doorbell on my phone. I decided to actually check the live feed this time because it was really weird that I was getting this every time I showered with Kai outside. Much to my surprise, I was able to see my neighbor in my yard trying to get a hold of Kai. At that moment, I was shocked. I put on the first thing I could find and ran outside to try and confront him. However, he was already back in his yard by the time I opened the door. I decided to test out my theory and see if it was just a coincidence or if my neighbor was actually sneaking into my yard every time I went into the shower. I knew that you could hear the shower from outside, so it definitely wasn't a crazy idea that he could use that as a reference as to what I was currently doing. I came home one day and saw him sitting outside. I went into my house, let Kai out, went to the bathroom and turned on the shower. Now we wait. Like three minutes after doing so, I received the ring notification as usual, and there he was once again. I saved this footage as I knew I wanted to take action regarding my neighbor and his behavior. I went outside and caught him red-handed. He was visibly scared as he was definitely not expecting me to come out so soon, especially considering the shower was still on. Sorry about that, environmentalists. I didn't act upset or anything, just acted like it was nothing and moved on. I wasn't sure that it had been him for the first two ring notifications, but it only made sense to assume that it was. I honestly didn't want to have to live next to someone who seems to be harassing my dog and also invading my privacy. He was clearly up to no good, so I had to make a move. I decided to fill out an ICE tip form. In case you don't know what that is, I was basically notifying the immigration department of a possibly illegal immigrant committing suspicious acts. I don't want any of that racist BS. I'm not assuming he's illegal because he's Mexican. I'm assuming so because he had loosely mentioned it in the past. I knew I didn't have solid enough evidence about his actions towards my dog, so the only way to be safe was to fill out this form. Just to be even safer though, I also made a police report with the evidence I had up until my moment. I suspected he might have been trying to steal Kai, but my state doesn't have any laws regarding dog stealing, so I knew it was a shot in the dark. But it was something at least. 
I was told that they would further investigate him as they were actually suspicious about his immigrant status. For the next couple of days, I would see different cars parked around our houses and they would even follow him around sometimes as he went to work. That was until one day, as I was laying on my couch, I saw a bunch of cop cars pull up to my address, or rather my neighbors, as they had determined that he was in fact an illegal immigrant. I had made the ice tip anonymously, so I acted surprised by the whole situation. I got to exchange some words with my neighbor as they took him away, but made sure not to say anything that would make him suspicious of me. A few weeks went by, and as it turns out, there was a lot more going on that I wasn't aware of. My neighbor was actually running an illegal dog breeder for a living. Big shocker, am I right? He kept his tracks well hidden, and even I, seeing him every single day, would have never have imagined he was doing such a thing. He was eventually deported back to Mexico, and they managed to shut down their entire operation. On a more positive note, they gave the puppies which they held hostage to a shelter. I was notified of this and actually decided to adopt one of the dogs. They're very sensitive dogs as they've been through so much trauma, but I've taken good care of this dog and she's actually getting along with Kai very well. It scares me to think about what could have possibly have happened to Kai if I didn't decide to do something about it. After all, this guy had full access to him for a few days. That's why he was acting so weird about him. Poor Kai probably went through some bad stuff, but I'm glad it didn't escalate any further. God forbid, I don't want to know what happened to Kai when he was left alone with a neighbor for a few days. I will say though, although it doesn't sound like the most satisfying thing, even if your state doesn't have like a law about dog stealing, technically dogs are still your property and are worth some amount of monetary value. So like even if they don't have like a proper dog stealing law, the cops should still be somewhat interested in like helping you here because they're trying to steal your property. Let alone the fact that this could probably cross over into some kind of mistreatment of animals type law or ordinance. Would you have faith if you had a video of your neighbor trying to steal your dog that the police would try to step in? Or do you think it's more dicey whether or not they would actually do anything? I'd like to know your guys' thoughts in the comments down below. And our final story of the day is Wall Street Worker Gets Revenge for His Behaviors. I'm currently a 25-year-old female and I work at a nightclub. I have no shame in admitting it. I've been doing this for about three years now. There's an interesting story that happened to me last year, and I'm finally allowed to tell it to the public, so enjoy. I work at a club in Manhattan. It could be considered a rich people club, as you see a lot of wealthy Wall Street guys in here. It's almost always packed, and I've managed to live pretty comfortably with my earnings from it. I make sure to treat the guys very well, as they like to throw their money at anyone who will tell them how cool and sexy and rich they are. What many people tend to forget about nightclub workers is that most of us know exactly what we are doing. The massive stigma behind the A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The whole thing is tarnish the reputation of many, but rest assured, we still respect ourselves as women and try to chase the bag in a way that we feel comfortable with. There's some that are willing to go to crazier extents to satisfy their clients, but that's completely up to them. With some experience, you start to learn who's worth your time and who isn't. By that I mean the men who will either A, throw their money without too much effort, or B, they have a lot of money, so it's well worth it to give them some extra attention. After all, this is still a business, and we have to make our money somehow. In the attempt to find these types of people, I've come across some rather interesting people. I remember one time there was a guy who was literally asking me to treat him like crap insult him, hit him, lightly hitting obviously, and even act as sort of a mother figure punishing their child for their misbehavior. It was very awkward for me, but I enjoyed it regardless. I found the whole idea of his high status Wall Street trader asking me to act like his mommy while he kept giving me money to do so very funny. There have been times where you meet some more interesting fellas. I've established a rule for myself to not get distracted by the client's wealth and possibly pursue contact with them outside of work. The whole idea of being in a relationship with someone you met at a nightclub sounds very eerie, so I would just rather stay away from that entirely. Either way, I keep my work life and my personal life very separated. However, I'd be lying to you if I didn't have a slight crush on some clients in the past. And, well, the thing about working with these rich Wall Street guys is that behind that tough guy personality, most of them have some deep stories behind what motivates them. There's nothing hotter than a rich tough guy talking about his feelings while he gives you money. Now that I've set the background for our story, we shall proceed. This all began around a year ago, maybe a bit less. I was working on a Friday night and this place was packed. We usually talk between workers about the clients that arrive at the club as to be aware of who might deserve some special attention. I was on a slight break with another one of the workers who mentioned a large group of guys who had just arrived at the club and looked to be more than willing to blow some money. I identified said group and approached them. We usually offer these guys a drink as we know it makes them feel oh so special. One of them looked particularly interested in me so I talked with him for a bit did my thing. He was in fact loaded so I stayed with him almost for the rest of my shift. He seemed to be pretty nice. However, he was the living embodiment of your 90s yuppie. I usually receive anywhere between $100 and $1000 from clients, but I received an insanely higher amount of money than that from this guy alone, which seemed crazy to me. I worked two days the next week, but sadly didn't spot this mysterious yuppie on either of these days. I wasn't supposed to work on Friday, however I got a call from my boss saying that someone was actually asking for me. This doesn't normally happen, but when it does, it's usually someone willing to pay the extra amount to actually get me to go out there just for them. I was gladly surprised when I found out that it was none other than that guy. We'll call him Patrick from now on. Get it? American Psycho reference? Patrick here decided to get a private room for both of us. We talked for a decent amount of time. I found out that he apparently has a family of his own. 
wife, two kids, and an expensive dog. A pretty well-established family, you could say. I found it ironic that he was paying me with cash that was being taken out from a wallet with a picture of his family on it. Poor wife. As the night went on, I did my thing, we talked again, and eventually he had to leave. It's always better to form a sort of connection with the clients, as it makes it easier to look and act genuinely interested in them. And of course, after two times getting paid an insane amount, both in cash, I had no problem serving Patrick. I made sure that I'd be able to work on Friday of the upcoming week in an attempt to see Patrick again. He had come in with a larger group of people the last two times, however on this occasion he was actually alone. I was busy with someone else but made sure to wrap it up quickly as to go look for Patrick. He once again got a private room for the both of us. This time around, I was genuinely curious as to where he was getting all of his money from. Like, I knew Wall Street fellas made a lot of money, but no one had been as generous with me as Pat. He straight up admitted to me that he ran a trading firm that laundered money for some of the richer guys in New York. It technically worked as any trading firm on Wall Street would, but they got a lot of their funding from said richer guys in order to invest their money and in return receive clean and untraceable money. Or at least that's what I understood. That's also why he was paying such high amounts in cash. Nowadays, it's more common to take card payments for any of our services or for tipping as well. So I was always confused about his cash. To this day, I still don't know what made him trust me enough to tell me such confidential information. At the time, I obviously didn't care enough to rat him out or anything because to each their own. I stayed there with him until 4am of the next day. The time I've spent with Parker is quite unusual. He has a very passive-aggressive attitude towards me. He's one of those guys who, despite the fact that he's paying to be with me, constantly mentions how degrading it must be to have to do such a thing for money. As I mentioned previously, I don't mind getting these sorts of comments, but it was a trend that I started to notice. After that, I didn't see Pat for a couple of weeks, and as time went by, I was intrigued by his sudden disappearance. After all, I still saw some of his friends who he would usually go to the club with. Soon, the day finally came when I saw him again. As per usual, he paid for a room for the two of us. The situation escalated quickly shortly after. He got a little violent and insisted on me doing things that even with money on the line, I was not going to do. This made him even more aggressive as he started insulting me. I tried calming him down. After some effort, he eventually chilled out. In an attempt to keep him like that, I asked him about his sudden disappearance. He proceeded to tell me about some issues he was having with his wife. I assumed said wife was not the smartest person in the world, as anyone with more than two brain cells would be suspicious if their husband went out most Friday nights and didn't come back home until the morning of the next day. It wasn't even related to this behavior though. Apparently she was ready to have another kid, and he was not amused by this idea at all. This created lots of tension for the two, so to avoid his wife being suspicious of his nights out, Pat decided to stop going out entirely. He even ended up apologizing for his erratic behavior, but I wasn't about to forget about this incident so easily. He tipped me a lot more than usual to compensate for the time we hadn't seen each other, and also as an apology. I found that rather annoying. I didn't think it was fair for one of these rich jerks to pay people to disregard their disrespectful attitude. 
I let it slide for now, but I had to rethink how much longer I could stay with this guy. First, it was the insults, and now he actually got physical with me. The following week, I decided to take a different schedule to avoid any encounters with Pat. But as it turns out, he somehow got a hold of this information. When I spotted him, I got a little nervous and ran off to the staff room. I asked my boss to get me a client quickly just so I wouldn't have to spend the rest of my night with Pat. Luckily, he did manage to get me someone else. My luck wouldn't last for long though, as I would see him once again on my next shift. This time, he actually made sure to speak directly with my boss and pay him up front just so I had no excuses to not spend my time with him. I thought that maybe if I didn't treat him well, he would let me off the hook. But no, that certainly wasn't the case. He was visibly upset and asked me if I was avoiding him. I continued to do my job and just ignored the question. That irritated him even more, so he pulled me by my hair and sat me next to him. He firmly grabbed my arm and once again started insulting me. I tried leaving the room because I had had enough of this guy already, but as I tried to do so, he pulled my hair again and actually held a small knife to my neck. I was terrified. I decided to play into his game just so I could make sure I was safe. After all, this was quite literally an armed man that we were dealing with here. It surprises me how gullible these guys can be. As long as you treat them well and polish their ego for a bit, they'll be on their knees begging for more. And so I managed to do so until he allowed me to continue with my job without continuously insulting or threatening me. He got a text from his wife. It looked like it was urgent so he left a bit earlier than usual. That was a huge sigh of relief for me. I was done with this guy. But knowing how powerful he was, I knew he might try and look for me outside of my job eventually. After this whole situation went down, I talked to my boss about it. After all, this guy genuinely cared for our well-being. I had some bruises on my wrists which could serve as evidence because I'd planned on reporting him to the police. Knowing that this obviously wouldn't be enough, we also put some hairs which he had pulled out in a small Ziploc bag. We both went to the police station the next day and told them about what had happened. They determined that the evidence we had was still not enough. That sucks. So, what now? I knew I had to hit him somewhere it hurts. I just wanted him to learn a lesson so this doesn't happen again. There were many things I could try and use against him. However, the one that made the most sense was simply snitching on his wife about what he had done. New York is a big city, but if you know the right people, you can get any information you want. I got a week off of work from my boss to deal with this stressful situation, but I just focused on finding this guy's wife. After some digging, we had our target. I knew that calling and telling her that her husband had been cheating on her with a nightclub worker out of nowhere seemed a little too unbelievable. Therefore, I knew I had to find a way to tell it to her in person. I remembered a few names of people which Pat had talked about before, so I ended up pretending to be one of these people and schedule a visit with Pat's wife at a local coffee shop. Once the day finally came around, I took a folder with the evidence of his abuse towards me, just in case she didn't want to believe me, along with some of the cash Pat had tipped me, as I knew offering this money back to her would at least make what I was saying a little more believable. After struggling to find her, since I had just a vague image in my head of what she looked like, I sat down with her. At first, she was obviously confused as I was not the person who she was intending to meet up with. I quickly explained to her what the situation was and went into further detail about her husband's deeds for the last couple of months or so. 
Just as I imagined, she wasn't convinced by the evidence I showed her, but offering her the money clearly made her give the whole idea a second thought. And although she refused to take it, it's far more likely to listen to someone when they're offering you money and getting nothing in return. She actually wasn't surprised about him getting physical with me, which makes me feel even worse for this poor lady, as I can imagine she's been through some similar things before. She simply didn't want to believe that her beloved Patrick was cheating on her for a considerable amount of time now. Not only that, but she was scared of losing him, as she truly did love him. I told her that I was only telling her all of this because she deserved to know the truth. It was up to her what to do with it now. I was staying at different hotels every night as this was going on, just to reduce the risk of Pat finding out where I was. Meanwhile, Patrick's wife eventually decided to take action and eventually get the divorce papers. I made sure to keep in touch with her and provide her with resources that my boss would typically give me. During the process, it turns out he once again returned to his primal instincts and got violent with his wife as well. This was a massive hit to his ego, and it had blinded him enough as to not be aware of the possible consequences of doing such a thing. Now, there was a whole lawsuit in place to get a restraining order from Pat's wife. Due to my involvement, I was also called to court to testify against him. She won the lawsuit by a landslide and also ended up getting full custody of their kids, even the dog. I may have also have mentioned to the cops about his supposed involvement in money laundering, whoops, which led to another investigation being opened against him. And although they weren't able to find anything that would incriminate him of this, they did manage to find him guilty of tax evasion. So after all, Patrick got two years of jail time for the tax evasion charge. He lost his job because of that, obviously. And even when Patrick would eventually leave jail, he would still not have a family to go back to. He was an overall bad person, and he could have gotten away with it all if he just didn't mess with the wrong girl. I've moved out from New York now just to avoid any problems with anyone. You know what they say, snitches get stitches. I continue to live a peaceful life knowing that I helped put this guy in jail and get what he deserved. I mean, obviously looking past all the illegal money laundering stuff that they were doing, a guy like this was dangerous to let continue to roam around, not necessarily just to OP, but maybe other women who might have been affected by this as well. In fact, OP might have saved the wife from God knows what kind of domestic issues could have evolved from somebody that is not afraid of getting physical like that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 